For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. When you learn to work the word of God against the wiles of the devil, you have just learned the wielder's way. Hello and praise the Lord, everybody, and welcome to another episode of The Wilder's Way, where I desire to keep your mind at ease, the three E's, to edify, exhort, and to encourage during these tumultuous times that we live in. And the way that I like to encourage you is by way of the Word of God. It is truly quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. Hallelujah. I'm so grateful that the Word of God is living. It's alive, everybody, and active. And when applied to your life, can change it and transform it into a life that you never thought was attainable. That is the goodness of God and the beauty of his word. When you read the scriptures and apply it, you know, it's so important that we learn to apply the word of God in our lives. I really believe that that's what differentiates those who know Jesus and those that follow him. Amen. So I really want to thank you for tuning in. I pray all is well with you and your family and that you are as always, implementing wisdom in your life. And if you do not have it, like the word of God tells us, let us ask and God will freely give it to you. I'm pretty excited about today's message and I really feel that it's relevant pretty much for everybody. And yes, I do include myself in this. The one thing that I always want to let you guys know, I have not perfected my walk with God. I confess that to you. Bible says confess your faults one to another. And the reality of it is all of us are being perfected. All of us are working things out with God. We're talking things out with God. At least I hope that you are. And right now, uh, a lot of us are very, very distracted. Uh, We've got uh, the war in Ukraine going on that if it's not resolved can lead us as a nation down a destructive path. And so we always lift up the people of Ukraine and that the will of God be done in that situation. Um, I always lift up this great nation that I live in, the United States of America. And I really pray that we actually focus on that united part, that we all come together all races, colors, and creeds under one God. And that is the God of the Bible, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Hallelujah. The one who sent his son, Jesus Christ, to lay down his life for our sins. When we should have been the ones that got up on that cross, Jesus did it for us. And we need God more than ever. We are in a time and season where we truly cannot afford to be distracted. And so with that being said, I want to talk about uh, our episode today. And this deals with a story in the word of God where someone experienced distraction and Jesus addressed it. This is the story where Jesus visits two sisters by the name of Mary and Martha. This particular story can be found in the book of Luke chapter 10, 
verses 38 through 42. I'm going to go ahead and read it for you. I'm going to read it from the New Living Translation. Again, our scripture text is Luke chapter 10, verses 38 through 42, and it reads, As Jesus and the disciples continued on their way to Jerusalem, they came to a certain village where a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. Her sister, Mary, sat at the Lord's feet listening to what he taught. But Martha was, here's the word, distracted by the big dinner she was preparing. She came to Jesus and said, Lord, doesn't it seem unfair to you that my sister just sits here while I do all the work? Tell her to come and help me. But the Lord said to her, my dear Martha, you are worried and upset over all these details. There is only one thing worth being concerned about. Mary has discovered it, and it will not be taken away from her. I'll read that again. But the Lord said to her, listen to you, Marthas, that are listening right now to this podcast. My dear Martha, you are worried and upset over all these details. There is only one thing worth being concerned about. Mary has discovered it and it will not be taken away from her. I have a question for you, listeners. Are you distracted? Are you Martha in this moment? Can I be honest with you? I have been. (laughs) Not so much by the things going on in the world, but just personally, you know, you have the things that you desire to do personally for your own life. And my mind tends to go a hundred miles a minute. I'm pretty a a pretty creative person. So I'm constantly writing things down. And then you got the cares of this world that can try to overtake you. And then you got your family you're concerned about, you got your finances, and then you got the call of God on your life. And then it's so many other things that can happen to you all at one time. And sometimes you don't even take the time to sit and catch your breath, let alone spend time with God on the level that you need. Now, I'm not saying that I don't spend time with God, but I do know that this is something that all of us could step up, especially in this time. Um, This is not a time um, to not press in at the level of Mary by sitting at the feet of Jesus. Now, we can't literally sit at his feet, but I believe that when we go into the presence of the Lord, that's what we're doing. I believe when we go into prayer, that's what we're doing. And it is the prime opportunity to discuss with the Lord the things that have us distracted. And, you know, I have to be honest with you. Think about it. Martha welcomed Christ and not just Jesus, y'all. The disciples was with him too. So that was 13 people, 15, including her and her sister, that she wanted to prepare and, and, and make comfortable. Think about it. It's the son of the living God in your home. And you want to make sure that everything is ordered, that your house is clean, you know, that you got your best china out, you cook your best, your best meal that you know you throw down on in the kitchen because the master is at my house and I want to make sure that he's well taken care of because he takes care of me. Amen. But even in all of that, Jesus is concerned about intimacy with Martha over her intentions in the kitchen. 
And here, while Martha was frustrated with her sister, her sister chose to do the better thing. And Jesus wanted Martha to be like her sister, not from the perspective of be like Mary, but be in the position of Mary sitting at his feet because there was things that he was teaching that she needed to hear. Mary knew that, yeah, while she might have been hungry in the natural, but there was a level of hunger that she had that caused her to be positioned at his feet to learn from him. And Martha needed to do the same. And the thing that I find interesting is that Jesus not only addressed the moment with her about her being concerned about the meal and not being concerned about the meal that he was serving, but he mentioned that this isn't the only thing that she's worried about. She's concerned about a lot of things. There's other versions of this story. I believe even King James that talks about that she's worried about many things, not just preparing this meal and this moment with Jesus. And he's concerned about her. He's concerned. I will share something with you. I always tell you all that I'm in this with you. I've not perfected my walk with God. I wish that I could tell you that I have and that I'm an expert, but I'm not. None of us are. And if somebody tells you that, (laughs) I would really consider if they're telling the truth, because all of us are learning and growing. There's so many things in us that need that we need healing and deliverance from. But I want to share something uh, with you that I really feel is a relevant story in my own personal life um, that is applicable to this particular story. I remember one time I was in the food line and an, uh, a, a woman came out from the back. I was in the produce section and where they prepare everything. She came from the back, an older black woman. She had to be in her like eighties. She well, she said to me, she was in her eighties once we started talking. Um, and she didn't look old at all, um, but she came uh, from the back and she just came up to me. She said, you know, normally I don't come out from the back. You know, I just do a light work back here because I really, as long as I got breath in my body, I want to work. I feel great. And she looked fabulous. All She, she nice physique, did not look all hunched over. She looked really good. She did not look 80 and um, in her 80s. And so she said to me, she said, only come out when I feel like the Lord gives me assignment. And he said, and she proceeded to say to me, when are you going to start taking care of yourself? And that God had need of me and that I was so distracted by everything else. Now, this woman does not know me from a can of paint. She was calling me out on my Martha. Actually, it was the Lord working through her, calling me out on my uh, tendency, frequent tendency at that, to be Martha myself, and that he was concerned about me. Just like in this story, Jesus was concerned about Martha and what she was not getting, that she didn't even know she needed, that she allowed the moment to overpower her, overtake this opportune time, I mean, for Jesus, in as much as he was doing, going around preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ or pre- preaching the gospel of the kingdom, I'm sorry, um, and uh, all of the signs and miracles and wonders that he was performing, that she wa- he wound up at her home. And like, how often would that happen? <laughs> and she didn't use this moment. 
the Bible says, seek me while I may be found. And I really pray that those of you who are listening, seek the Lord and sit at his feet. He's waiting for you. He's already there waiting for you, but you're so distracted with so many other things. Ministry, your ministry is a distraction. Your kids, distraction, marriage, distraction, the war, distraction, even though it's something that is serious. And I'm not saying that we don't pray or downplay it at all because it's a lot of innocent blood being shed. But even in that, the news, even though we do need to be aware of what's going on in our nation, but it can be a distraction. You know, your work's distraction, the job, distraction, distraction, social media, distraction of all distractions. <laughs> and these are the things that keep us in Martha mode when we need to shift to Mary mode. And those of you who are gentlemen listening, you're Martha too. I don't mean that from a gender, but from a disposition. All of us have some things that have distracted us, some for many years. Many, many, many years. And just think about all the time that you've wasted in other things that did not bring you value. And the greatest thing that will ever be, be able to bring you value is spending time with the master, spending time with Jesus and pouring out. It's a time to pour out and he pour in. It's a time to shut your mouth and open your ear and listen because God is talking all the time but we're so distracted that we can't hear. My hope and prayer for you uh, that are listening today and for your families, that we all really learn to sit at the feet of Jesus and learn of him. Because see, this is the deal. There's something that we need to know, and this is not the time to not know it. I really believe that not only sitting at the feet of Jesus will afford you to learn of him and conversate with him, but also this is a time to get blueprints, downloads, strategies. I really believe as the church, we are all called to be divine solutionists in this moment, in this hour, because things are shifting in this world drastically and quite quickly, to be honest with you. I marvel that we are already in the second quarter of this year. And it feels like we just said Happy New Year last week. And so I want to encourage you to my Marthas, me included. I'll say it again. My dear Martha, you are worried and upset over all these details. The details of your marriage, the details of your children, the details of your job, trying to get the promotion, trying to make these ends meet. Oh, what am I going to eat, drink, wear? What am I going to do? How do I prepare? What is my calling? Why am I here? All of these things. Oh, my God. My God, Martha, you are so worried and upset over these details. But there is only one thing worth being concerned about. Mary has discovered it and it will not be taken away from her. Are you willing to make the shift from Martha to Mary so that you can discover the mysteries of God, the peace of God, the joy of being in his presence, and to be able to learn in a way that will take you to the next level? But it's going to require you to not 
be so distracted. Mm. My God, my prayer is that you and I learn that the thing to be concerned about is spending time with the lover of our soul and his name is Jesus. Well, there you go. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much again for tuning in. Doesn't have to be long to be strong. I pray that the Holy Spirit convicted you. Hear me, not condemnation, because there is no condemnation in Christ, but there is conviction. And the Bible says that God chastises those he loves. I hope that you hear him through me in this moment, that he desires to meet with you. He's got so much that he wants to teach you, that he wants to show you, that he wants to tell you. Let's stop being so distracted and get into position at the feet of Jesus. Again, thank you for turning it, tuning, tuning, huh? My tongue got distracted, (laughs) but thank you for tuning in to the Wilder's Way once again. I pray that you have an amazing rest of your week. Keep in mind, people of God, that I have written a book called Understanding the Hell You Go Through that is available on Amazon via paperback or Kindle. I am currently working on another book as we speak. And as you know, you already are tuned in to The Wilder's Way. I pray that you share this podcast with your friends and family because there might be a word on here that will bless them. I also pray that you rate it as well. Um, And I never take it for granted when you take time to tune into the Wilder's Way. And remember, when you learn the Word of God and apply it, you learn to work the Word. You wield it against the wiles of the devil. And now we're going to learn how to wield against those distractions. Amen. (laughs) But when you learn to work the Word against the wiles of the enemy, you have just learned the Wilder's Way. God bless you. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.